0: Love, Talk Radio.
1: Hey,
2: hey, good afternoon, Rudy. This is Tom Hayes in Boston. Rudy Gorino in Las Vegas. How are you?
1: Sometimes you meet somebody.
2: We're going to, uh, we'll do a We don't need that today, Rudy. We'll play that at no, the we end.
3: Don't need
4: that. We do that. How are you? All right, good. You had a good night, huh? You had a good afternoon. I mean, even... Yeah, we
2: had a great time. Um we, uh, I'm just gonna, we got a little interference there. I'm gonna whoop, sorry, let's do this. Okay. If whoever's got if you if you're playing um listening to the computer, it's gonna get feedback. So best to shut the computer off and just use the phone. But we got a, this an exciting show. We got Grady, Shady Grady Thomas uh gonna join us today, right?
4: All right. He I uh, just uh talked to him, and gave him the number to call in. So I figure after he calls in and we take care of him, then I'll try and get Mr. Vara on the phone, Henry Vara.
2: Okay, and also we have a 440 uh, area code. Who's that, please?
4: Uh,
3: my name is Norman. That's hey, that's your name great. is Norman.
5: No, no, no. Hang uh, on. 440, that's Cleveland, Ohio. My name is Norman Perkins. Hey, oh, Norman, Big Daddy you. son. Yeah, Big Daddy's son, Norman Jr., yes, sir. Oh,
4: yeah. I never met you, I don't think, but your father was
5: a great guy. Thank you, thank you, sir. And you also was a great guy, sir. And I just wanted to thank you all. I was eight years old, and it's the only place I could go see some good entertainment, and it was at the Sugar Shack. I would have me a Shirley Temple and a bowl of cherries and watch the Sugar Shack. I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir.
4: Is that something, huh?
5: <laughs> yes,
1: sir.
4: Well, we're glad you enjoyed yourself. i tell you, I used to see your father all the time. He was a regular there and used to joke with him almost. I could, You know, I visualize him now. Tall? Are you tall and big like your father? Yeah, I'm about 6'2". Yeah,
1: he's a little he taller than good. me, Dad. Yeah, he's he about 6'4".
4: Yeah, he was at least six one six two. You, because I'm about six, and I know I used to look up at him. We had a lot of fun, me and your father. We used to chit chat all the time and kibitz all that. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So
2: he was
5: well, a Mom, great guy us,
2: in my book. Tell us a little bit more, buddy. Did you uh, grow up in Boston in Roxbury?
5: Uh, no, sir. Uh. I lived. I was grew up in Cleveland, but in the summer times, I would spend the summers with my dad, Big Daddy, and winters with my mom. And then I graduated from uh, Central State University of Ohio, and I led the nation in interception in college all divisions in 1983. Wow! In uh, football. Football, yes, sir.
2: Hey, congratulations.
5: Yes, but I love Boston, boy. I love that Sugar Shack. We I seen the Dells, the Four Tops. Uh, Bill Withers, Bobby Warmack, and it was great. And then Daddy would, Big Daddy would take all the kids in the neighborhood, you know, our friends to the Sugar Shack, and we would, like I said, have us a Shirley Temple and a bowl of cherries and enjoy the show, <laughs> and then go backstage <laughs> and meet all of the stars in person. And I have pictures on my page of that. Wow. And yes tell us your
2: page again. How, how do we find your page?
5: Uh, Big Daddy's Hall of Fame, Boston's Finest. Oh, I've, seen, no.
2: I've seen your page. That's wonderful page.
5: Yes, yes, sir.
2: Oh, thanks so much for good. calling in. That's right. We've, okay, we've thank messages. you all. And,
5: Rudy, thank you very much. And you have a blessed day.
4: If you got some pictures at the Sugar Shack, can you post them on my Facebook?
5: You sure can. You- I have a lots of them. Sure can. Yeah, Rudy hey, so, Garino Sugar Shack, Boston. Got you. Got you, sir. Hey, no, okay.
2: you got a second. If you got a second, can have you got a quick story you remember about specifically about the shack?
5: A quick story. The Sugar Shack, um, let me think. Uh, all I know is when we, we were little, we could come in and um, dance on stage, and we felt like stars. <laughs> I mean, we were little kids, eight, nine years old, and we could dance and before the show. Nice. And then after the show, we could go and meet the stars in person and take pictures with them. And that was my greatest moment. Well, that's All that right. fantastic. Thank you. Yep.
4: Thank you, so Okay, thank Keep you. And uh, maybe will you become a big football star? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm do not retire from that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Take care, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> thank okay, you. thank
0: you, sir. Okay. Right. Thanks
4: for coming on.
0: All right. I think we have uh, uh,
2: Billy. Is that you, buddy?
0: Yeah. What's up, guys? How are we doing this week?
2: We're doing great. Hanging in had, there, uh, Billy. Hanging in.
1: Yeah. We had a great
2: anybody? night. Uh, let me tell you about the night, Rudy. We uh, George and I, George picked me up here at the house. We drove down to uh, Tremont Street. We parked exactly in front of. The uh, Wilbur Theater. Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna. I think we have Grady calling in. Let's see if, if this is Grady. Hey, Grady, is this you?
3: Hey, this is Grady. Shady, Shady Grady, Grady
1: Thomas. Grady, who,
4: who Grady is this, this is uh, this is Mr. Tom Hayes. He has the podcast show, and uh, he invited me to be his co-host every Thursday. And uh, all all he does is talk about the great Sugar Shack. All right. Yeah, he fell he fell in love with it like you and I did years
3: ago. <laughs>
1: well, <let> me,
3: okay. <laughs> well, let me hey Rudy, hey, hey, really, if you remember, when we first pulled up in there, you was about to throw us out of there. Queen <laughs> 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 Booking Institution. We were certain ties and processes And, and we had a, the record I want to testify And we come walking in there looking like I'll be damned And
1: <laughs> 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 he <laughs> <parliament,
3: laughs> The parliament And he was running To pull us out man And he called <laughs> and, and, and told us Hey he was about to send Your boys down there to get them or some shit
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> You know, it was so funny, Tom. When they come in, I was
4: shocked. I said, "Hey, <laughs> this is the wrong place."
1: <laughs> we, we,
4: we were so used to all the groups with choreography and fancy suits and dancing and everything, you know. And all of a sudden, we see soldiers, Indians. <laughs> we thought we were a
1: British.
3: <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of my club, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We to to this, give us a chance. Hey yeah. And we probably out the Queen and talking about, hey, well give him a chance. And we did that first show, man, and hey, he did not do you you the know, they talked me into to giving
4: them a chance so I had another woman back in the sugar shack. So I put them in the other room, the cave, and all the sugar Shack went in the back to see them when they stopped playing. Beautiful. So I had to, I had to put <laughs> them in the front room again.
3: <laughs> it was the most then, amazing thing in my life. And, 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 you know, another thing that was so amazing around there, around the sugar then, Shack, all, all the And then was, they became one of the number one groups there. They played on a regular
4: basis, Tom, and it was unreal. The crowd... Yeah, yeah. Went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they introduced <laughs> this new thing, Parliament funkadelic music.
3: Now you remember all the pimps used to be outside around Wilson Street and everywhere, and they they had these ladies out there supposed to be working, but they came down to the to the show, and then all the ladies was in their ladies was in the club and and wasn't making them tips no money, and tips come downstairs wanting to beat them up and stuff, and they start. And we had all the pimps down there do.
1: And, <laughs> and,
3: and we Boston. I love Boston. Ever since and I was about ready to move there. And one second, even when we wasn't working there, we'd be still being in Boston somewhere. If we wasn't working, we hanging out in
1: Boston.
3: <laughs> and the street check was. Was the Pete burn Place? <laughs> that
4: was wow. unreal. Brother. That event was unreal when they first came there. It was unreal, but when they stopped playing, Tom, you wouldn't believe it. Everybody <laughs> wow. moved to the back.
0: <laughs> Amazing, cool stories.
2: Well, I think we got. Um, I think. Let me see if I picked the right selection. I think this is the Grady, that was you live. We have a we found a live recording. Somebody had a recorder back then, yeah. back in nineteen seventy something, and that's you yeah. cats
0: live.
4: Yeah, that was us. <laughs> that sounds
0: Hey, Grady.
4: Tom Grady's got an album. He wants to see if we can uh, play some of the cuts on the on the show. How do we do that?
2: Well. I tell you what, I really tried to upload them, but I'm going to do my best here. um uh, Mark uh, just sent them over to me, so let's uh, let me see if I can work my magic. And uh, but uh, Greg, before it. we do, I saw a great video of you on YouTube. I tried to get it down here. Somebody recorded you in a studio, and it doesn't seem like long ago. And why don't you tell uh, the story while I look for these um, these cuts? You tell a story, a great story, of how you met George Clinton.
3: Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, now, here you go. Back in Newark, New Jersey. I think I was about, maybe about 17, 18, and, um, used to get get our hair done, right? Get our hair processed. And, uh, I had got my hair processed at this shop one day, and, uh, and George, I heard, it was doing hair, and uh, you know, and then you, uh, once your your process starts getting nappy and, and and torn up, you want to get a reset, so you have to go back and get it reset. And uh, I ca- I can't remember who it was that took me around, but I didn't have the money to get my hair reset, so this guy, this guy, whoever it was, he said, well, hey man, I knew a guy who who just reset your hair. And I said, yeah, okay. And uh, we walked around a couple of blocks and, and and ran up on this to this guy's house. And then somebody had a van out, out in front of the house. And uh, and anyway, the guy came out and uh, said, "Hey, man, this is George Clinton." You know, and I said, "Oh yeah, here's fix your here." And George got a uh, cup, a glass of water, put in my and in, in, in reset, and had me looking pretty.
4: Judge Clint Judge was a cool cat. You know some Brady uh, he was appearing at uh one of the shows out here and uh uh it was so cold that night I forgot to bring a jacket and uh, this was a while back and I called and I called the uh, Backstage, and uh, the, the gentleman says, Judge Clinton is taking no calls right now. Call back later. I says, well, tell him Rudy Garrino says hello. He says, wait a minute. He'll take your call. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, baby. He said, he'll take the off-call any time. And we got on, and we started chit-chatting. I said, he was doing it one night. He was leaving the next day. And I said, George, I can't stay. It was an outdoor concert. I said, it's too cold. I didn't come with a jacket. So we'll catch up with you next time you come out again. So that was the last time I talked to George. Good old George. He was a great guy. He he is all very respectful. A gentleman that I knew, what's his name? Chuck Carter was in California. You know, he lives there, and he went to uh, sign uh, autographs about some of the stars. And he was there, and he mentioned uh, my name to the guy. So he he says, no charge for that gentleman there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There you go.
4: Loyalty time he, showed, he showed a lot of respect, that judge. Yeah. Hey, Grady,
2: I have. Um, I'm hoping this comes out. For some reason, I couldn't upload it to the actual studio, but I've got it on my email. I'm going to hold the microphone up to the speaker. But this is uh, your Jonathan, Jonathan Smith Funk. This is. What, you want to tell us a little bit about it before we we try to hear it. Yeah.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead and okay, all right, here I'll play. Where Let the me Dalton tell you, I really can't stop because I got a duck. yeah. I, got, I can't see on my. Yeah, that's, that's one of our new things we working on now. Jonathan Smith. you we still working. I I can't hear you that good. Yeah. Hey, can you can can cut, cut that
0: short?
3: Yeah, cut that short, Tom. Cut me? that short. Hey, that's one of our new things we're working on. But hey, I, I need to tell you, I, I really can't stay on here long because uh, i got a doctor's appointment in a, a few. Hey, yeah, cut it short. Cut it short, Tom. Hey, uh, Tom, cut it short. He's got a, a dentist appointment. Right, my doctor's to hook me up with some, some young, new funk. Hey,
1: Tom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hang on.
4: Oh, man. Okay. All right, Brady. Good Good luck, and we'll keep in touch.
3: Okay. Hey, man. Hey, Rudy. I want you to get us in Vegas, man.
4: Okay. We'll go. We'll start working on it now. All right. The Somersault man.
3: This was my pleasure. All
4: right. Likewise. Be good. All right. Okay, good you care,
3: too. Grady, God bless. God bless you, back.
2: All right, Grady huh? Thomas. Thank you. Thank you so much, Grady. All right. All right. Great stuff. How did that, uh, were you able to hear the song, guys?
4: Yeah, the song came out good over here. I, yeah, I know.
2: I, I think the I'm better off. Yeah. I think I'm better Go off ahead. playing them that way
4: than through the uh, studio. That's right. It came out very clear here. Very no fuzz, no nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it was clear here, too. Yeah, it was clear. It was a little loud,
1: yeah, but it was clear. Yeah.
4: It's it yeah. all right. It was a little loud, but that's all right. But it came out beautiful. Best okay. ever since we've been doing the show. That's the best sound I've heard. Well, I think I've got
2: to just, uh, play them that way instead of trying to upload them through the studio. Um, Hey, I got to tell you something, Rudy, we got a um, where the heck did it go? Let me see. We got a group from, um, from Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. A group from Argentina who listens to the show and, uh, uh, they, they sent along a a clip for us in honor of you in in the show it's only 22 seconds but it's a nice little promo here you go
0: hi Thomas. we are ivan Guido, matías of Will eterno for action show,
2: There they are, Vuelo Tanto, from Arge- Buenos Aires, Argentina, and they put that little bit together for you. They're a band.
4: That's great. That's great. great. Look at this. We're creating that buzz. <laughs> Tom, we're creating your famous word, the buzz. Well, well we're going
0: to the other side of the world.
4: We're going to create the buzz. Baby. Um, oh, my man, let me call Henry Vara, see if he can come on, or he's okay, not busy. Doing or... that. Right,
2: and while you're I'm... doing that, I'll I'll play another uh, cut from uh, Grady's new album. How's that?
3: Good. Enough. All okay, right,
1: here we go. Here we go. Forgot the, of stone, the of brothers, all of brothers and fucking brothers, and all of them in the it move Huh. <laughs>
2: that wasn't the uh that was the song but that wasn't the the distortion wasn't the um uh, was' it the studio this time that was on the uh, actual song, so I'm going to try to uh, play another one. Here we go. I think Rudy's getting uh, getting Henry to call in there. All
4: right, read it back,
2: Henry. Okay. <laughs> so uh, while he's doing that, uh, Billy, I've got to tell you about last <laughs> night.
0: Yeah, tell me about last
4: night. About what? Right, you be on the show. We just talk about the Shag and all those bullshit. That's all. All right. <laughs>
1: you got to love him, man. He's like, all this bullshit.
4: <laughs> we're having a lot of fun, Tom. We're talking a lot about bullshit and everything else I told you. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Hey, Tom,
1: you can talk you about that.
4: Tom, are you having fun? Tom, when he comes on, you can talk about the, your experience yesterday. Okay, yeah, we'll have that. That's great.
2: Uh, here we <laughs> come. How was your here experience we, experience now. <laughs> here we Rudy. go. hey, what? this is Henry Valla, folks.
6: Yeah, Rudy. Hi. Henry. Henry. Yes. What's happening? What's happening? Is that what? I'm enjoying the fall weather. I'm in Boston.
4: Oh, hey, hey. Henry. Uh, this is Tom Hayes. Uh, he's uh. He runs the podcast show and, uh, he invited me on to be his guest as a uh, co-host. So, uh, oh, great. he had, he went to, uh, he went to Billy Bloomerick's place last night and interviewed the spinners. And,
6: uh, why they playing in,
4: gonna, in the Wilbur theater? Yes, yeah. Yeah. They they're going to do, they're going to do a documentary on me and they went back and interviewed the, the spinners and everything. And, uh, Oh, Tom, say hello to Henry and uh, tell him what happened.
2: Okay, I will. And I just want to, we just had a caller come in, 352. Let's find out who he is and what's going on. Uh, Tom Hayes here. Who have we got
7: 352 area code? Hey, I'm Bo Digitally from Original P. Bo Digitally,
1: yeah.
7: Yes, from Original P. You were talking about Shady Grady before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, so I'm I'm the guitar player, co-producer on the project. And I come from the Hartford, Connecticut area. Go ahead. I was saying I come from the Hartford, Connecticut area. And where where are you
2: located now? Are you still in Hartford? I'm in Florida now.
7: Yeah, I'm in Gainesville, Florida. And you're producing
2: the album with Shady? Yes. Fantastic. And Derek Davis. Fantastic. When is the album coming out?
7: Well, December fifteenth is our projected re- release date. Great. And uh this certainly is the fortieth anniversary. Great,
2: yeah, some great funky stuff there. What prompted the album? How'd you get involved? Why don't you tell we want to get back to Henry in a second here,
7: but we'd like I'm you to I'm right hear here, what you don't worry about it. okay. Well, well you know, I worked with Bo Diddley for a major part of my life and uh you know, I I just uh enjoy helping out uh, entertainers that are they have a lot of integrity and, and Grady is just trying to help the funk community and the the world community at large just be happy cool. through so music awesome. and it's fantastic you know Yeah, well, Bo cool.
6: Diddley worked in Kenmore Square
7: at yeah. the Kenmore
6: Club he was a very decent guy to work with
7: yeah Bo was fantastic
6: he was very decent yeah wow so how did you uh,
7: how did you hook up with Bo Diddley? He
6: uh, we,
7: with,
6: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
7: Uh, his daughters had a band called Offspring, and I was the guitarist for Offspring. Wow! And so you know, I from Hartford, Connecticut, I moved to Gainesville, Florida. That's because wow.
6: Offspring.
7: Wow. You know, we started practicing, and you know, we toured with Bo and. I, I just worked with Bo his my entire career basically before I got with uh, Shady Grady and Original P. Mm. Tell us about but, uh, tell us a little bit about Bo. Uh, man, Bo was just so down to earth, man. If you drove up in his driveway, you'd be having dinner at his house that night. That's cool. Um, you know, he was just a fantastic human being. He taught me a lot about the world and, and getting around in the music business because it wasn't nice to him, you know. Um, he got in on uh, a, a particular side of the industry that it was hard for him to really get ahead, you know. Even as famous as he was? Well, yeah, as famous as he was, yeah.
6: Wow. Henry, what did not work for you? I can't remember, Rudy.
4: Well, he worked at the Camel Club, uh, Tom. Imagine that. Henry owns the Camel Club, and he was my partner with the Sugar Shack too. Wow! Oh, you, oh, cool. you had him at the Sugar Shack? No, the Camel Club uh, oh, okay. that Henry had, at Camel okay.
2: Square. Well, um, isn't not are you working with Mark on the documentary about Bo Diddley's life? Yes. Right. So I mean, give us a little synopsis of the story. Where do you pick it up from when he was born to when?
7: Um, that's hard to say because I can't talk about the story at the moment. Oh, okay. It's it's yeah. it's a, it's a serious legal matter because you know the family is um in dire straits. Yeah. Bo's family, you know? And uh it it shouldn't be that way. That's not no. the way Bo intended it to be, and that's well, the important that, thing.
2: Well, so you guys are trying through the documentary, you're trying to help
7: them out. Oh well, absolutely. It's it's the family's documentary. It's not our our documentary. It, it's truly the family's documentary, and it's basic, basically telling the reality, and um, you know how one man's intent is totally twisted and turned into something that is. Totally uh, working against the very people that he loved.
2: Interesting,
7: Henry. Wow, yeah, very
2: interesting. Henry, what was uh, what was your interaction with Bo?
6: He was easy to work with.
1: Yeah,
6: he was easy. So, so was BB B. King. They were easy guys yeah. to work with. Great, great professional.
3: Yeah, great. B.B. Yeah. E. King
6: so, was one of the most polite guys, easy yeah, to was. work with his right. wife. He was easy. Yeah. I mean they wanted you to do well. They didn't they didn't they were not prima donnas.
4: Right. Tom, tell Henry your experience yesterday at the Wolper Theater. Well, uh Henry, I'm Billy working Bloom with you. Like
6: used to work for me. That's how right. he got started. Oh he told uh, us. Uh,
2: he told us. And I used to work for Bill at the Comedy Connection. I'm a comedian.
7: Oh great! Oh cool!
2: Yeah, so we uh, we all c- reconnected. I- I'll tell you they. Let me tell you, he had some great stories about both of you guys, uh, which he 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 told me he'd have to kill me if I told. So I'll never tell them.
1: <laughs> 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 <off> the
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Rudy, I'm going to say he told me one about a safe deposit box in which <laughs> <you> tell, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry LaFayette
4: yelled oh at you.
0: Funny,
4: Jerry <laughs> you want to tell it, Rudy? No, no. Tell, tell Henry (laughs) about the documentary that you went
1: and filmed. Okay, okay.
2: I'll tell Henry about the documentary, but I'm just going to give the punchline. You told when Jerry told you you should get a bigger box, you said, "Are you fucking crazy? It's going to cost me eight dollars a year."
0: (laughs) 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 Ah, Jerry Maffeo, my buddy. So Henry, wow.
2: Yeah. So I got to tell you that Bill. I've known Bill for maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And he, uh, he pulled out the red carpet for us. You'd be so proud of him. I know he's your protege. You guys taught him the business. And uh, here he is, a successful guy. He owns the Wilbur Theater. And George and I pulled up George is the documentarian that I met at the Apple store. And George taught me all the tricks that a Mac computer can do. And uh, we started talking a year and a half ago. I said, you know, because he went. George went to Berkeley. His wife went to Berkeley, and his wife was in that production during the eighties called um, um, "In the um, Dancing in the Streets." So it was a Motown review.
1: I in love fact, that it song.
2: Play, yeah, it played in the alley there where the Sugar Shack was
1: yeah. in
2: Zanzibar. And so, anyway, we talked, and I told him that, you know, I says, what well, my dream," I says, "for the past forty years." I've been talking about possibly doing a, a movie about the Sugar Shack. He says, "Well, I do documentaries." He says, "Let's talk." So, we we had no idea for a year and a half, no idea how to even approach this because we didn't know Rudy was still alive. We thought we were going <laughs> to have to do all of this research and uh, and would have to, and we thought Freddie Taylor was the guy booking is the place. Is he still and living? Freddie, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And he wouldn't return our calls. And we just kept getting upset with him, and his secretary promised blah, blah, blah. Well, long story short, one of my black friends who also was at the Sugar Shack said, hey, aren't you going to do a a radio show about the Sugar Shack? And I said, yeah. So I did a little poster. I I looked for a place to post it. And there I found Sugar Shack Boston, Rudy Garino. I almost fell over. And... There I found Billy Porter, who's on, who's writing a play called Back to the Sugar Shack. I called Bit, Billy while I was on the air. He put me in touch with Rudy. And so we're proceeding. Here we have the guy who owned the club giving us all these stories. Chuck Carter did three years of research. He's got all of the ads. He's got all of the articles written about the shack. And so last night we pulled up to the Wilbur. Uh, Billy um, – lumenreich got us compists in there. His daughter is the stage manager there. They were so sweet they told us listen um y- you're going to be able to talk to uh Henry uh, after the show, and uh we'll set it up and Sure enough, it was a fantastic show. They set Henry up at a little table, the original founder of the spinners, and uh we had a beautiful fifteen minute interview and heck. It was. It came off so clean. So that's the first big star we have filmed. And we have uh, Gladys Knight hook, uh, lined up. We have... Uh, uh, oh, Eddie she's Levert still working,
1: isn't up.
6: she? What's that? Gladys Knight's still working. Oh, yeah.
4: She's going to be at the Wang Theater next month, Henry, with the OJs. Oh, gee.
6: Well, that'll do good, that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So... well So we're... The next step is that uh, George and I are flying out to Vegas for three days to to film Rudy and to get his story straight and, um, you know, his daughters and hopefully to have a couple of the stars uh, lined up to speak to us when we get there.
4: Well, that's it. it. So we're we're on a roll. We're starting to roll.
6: Oh, that's good. good.
2: Well, and, of course – Rudy wants to, and we're finding we're getting great uh, interest from all of the stars about Rudy's idea, dream to have a three-day festival and bring the groups together.
4: Yeah, be, three days. you would be surprised, Henry. They're all working. There's about 25, 30 groups working, believe me. And they're all getting big money.
6: Well, it costs a lot of money just to move today. That's
4: exactly. right. That's right.
1: Exactly.
6: To get on the to get on the road
4: and move to a location where you're going to work, it costs a lot of money. Hotels are up, gas is up, everything is up. Henry, all right, right.
2: Henry. Oh well, Henry, uh, well, Henry let, wait you... a minute, Booty. Before oh. he, before you let Henry go, if Henry, if you've got, can you give us a story about the shack? Something, something fun. Something you remember.
6: Yeah, Yeah, I I remember being in the Sugar Shack and my brother playing chess with Ray Charles. Wow. (laughs) That's
1: right.
6: (laughs) We had him in in your office. Carmen was playing with Ray Charles, and I couldn't believe that Ray Charles knew how to move those things and couldn't see.
1: Wow. 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 So
6: I went to Ray Charles, and I said, Ray, I said, I want you to turn your head. And look over there, and I'm going to move one of the pieces. And then I want you to tell me which one I moved and where I moved it from. So he looked the other way. I took one of the pieces. I moved it to another location. He came back on. where I say he turned around. He looked back at the table, which he couldn't see. And uh, in about a minute, a minute and a half, he said, you move this piece from here to here. And he was right. I couldn't rude. believe wow. the son of a gun how he could do that. He wow. did it, and he played my brother, who was a good chess player, and my brother beat him two out of three. But it was <laughs> but he won wow. one game, and my brother was a good player.
1: Wow! Wow! That's wow. Good. Yeah. wow.
6: Ray Charles, he played in the dark. Yep. Really.
7: Yeah. <laughs> that's you that's know, Harry.
1: Harry. Bo was Go on ahead. the road
7: with him. What? Bo was on the road with Ray Charles. Oh. And uh, Bo said that one night he was in the back seat of Ray's car and Ray and his driver were in the, were in the front seat. And uh, it was a night trip. And um, Bo woke up <clears throat> in the middle of the night and Ray was driving. <laughs>
1: oh, and the driver was just
7: telling him, which way to steer the wheel.
1: Oh my God.
6: <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't in that car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, here's one more. Hey Henry, Henry,
0: here's yeah. another one. I, I, this is Billy Ford. I'm a good friend of Jeremy Fayo's and I used to work at a nightclub with him and Frankie D. Pasquale and we used to sit down at the end of the night and he used to talk about the sugar shack and he said to him, he said, You know what Billy? I, I played chess Twice with Ray Charles, and he told me one time, he said, hey, listen, turn the light off and make this even. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? And he said, he beat me twice. And he said, what time was that Stevie Wonder in there? He was a a good player. Yeah, and he said, Stevie Wonder would come in the door, and he said, Jerry, is that you? And he said, how the hell do you know it's me? He said, because I know the smell of your perfume and the sound of your footsteps. Amazing, these guys.
7: Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey,
0: Henry, Ray. Was what a, was your? Was a Henry, what was
6: your?
0: Hey, Henry. What was your favorite group?
2: At the Shack.
6: Oh, I don't know. I said, I saw I, I them. I, I guess Ray Charles was right up there.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was yeah, a serious act. No kidding.
6: It was just a serious act. But uh, imagine
0: these times back in the day. Huh? Imagine this. amazing. Sugar Shack. Back to the Sugar Shack. Wow.
2: Well. Henry, you know, it, it's an amazing story, the fact that that club, you know, how it all evolved, and, you know, none of it was really planned. Billy, Billy Blumenwright said, for years, Rudy told him that he did all this research, and he was a great researcher, and did this analysis, and came up with this idea to have a black club in downtown Boston, and Jerry Maffeo
4: told him, that's a bunch of bullshit.
2: <laughs> so we didn't have an act for New Year's Eve, and we got an act, and the line went around the corner, and that was it. But <laughs> he goes,
0: he goes, he said, he said, don't call the guys from southeast Dorchester or Charlestown. I don't want no problems out here. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> that up front.
2: So, Henry, as a club owner, and you know, you're a legendary club owner, where did you. What what did you think of the phenomenon? I mean, how that whole thing happened? I
0: mean, it was, it was just... really
6: good. It was a it was a must see place, a must go place. <clears throat> the Sugar Shack. You came to Boston. It was some, it was something you had to do. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So cool. You know, when
6: we interviewed
2: Henry last night, you know, he was kind of you know he just got through a show. He was a little disoriented, and uh, I said to him, "Geez, we just before we rolled the camera, I said." gee, Henry, we just want to talk to you about the sugar. And as soon as I got the words out, Sugar Shack, his hands went up. He looked. He goes, that was the place.
1: Oh, wow. And
2: I stopped him, and I said, good, we haven't rolled yet. When we roll, would you start with that? He goes, I'll tell you something right now. He said the Sugar Shack was the place. He says, it was right up there with the Apollo Theater. It was the place. For all of our Rudy
8: brought
6: an act to the Apollo Theater. I went with them.
4: Yeah, we oh, were yeah.
6: partners in that new birth. Wow. We put. Wow. we put, They performed for us at the Apollo Theater. Yeah. Wow. And who was the opening act? Remember? What was her name? Her father was a great singer.
4: Nat Nat
6: Cole. Yeah, his daughter.
4: Natalie. Nicole. Natalie. Nicole. Yeah. Natalie.
6: Carol. Natalie Cole. She was the opening yeah. act.
2: Right. Wow.
6: Right.
2: Well, Natalie. Uh, Bill Blumenwright told me about the days with Natalie, and he remembers Natalie at the shack. Sweet. And, we uh, gave her her first job. Yep. Well, he said yeah. last night. I said, Henry. I said, what? Um, what do you remember about the shack? I said, what? What made it different? And he said, love. He said that place was about love. Wow. And And harmony.
6: Harmony, Tom. What did he say? What was it called? What made it?
2: He said that (laughs)
6: love, L-O-V-E.
2: He said the place (laughs) was about
1: love. Uh, He said everybody (laughs) loved the music.
2: He said, you know, no matter what was going on outside, when everybody got down in the club, he says it was all about the love of the music. Right. Yeah. And
6: For sure, Rudy had them all. Yeah, and I said to him,
2: <laughs> Rudy, you're going to like this. I said to him, okay, so you played there twice a year. For how long? He, he said he played there quite a few years, right, Rudy?
0: Right, right.
2: Yeah, and he said, I said, well, what's, what I don't understand is, I says as you guys had hit after hit, you got more and more popular, you were playing bigger places. I says you were playing giant stadiums, making – big re- in on television why did you go back to the shack and he said the shack was family
6: yeah that's a nice comment yeah that's yeah.
0: cool that's cool that's real cool
6: did you know the, rudy what was the name of the shack before uh what were steubens what the hell was the name of that room
4: the vienna room the vienna room,
6: yeah, the vienna the vienna room.
4: room.
6: you know that dean martin and jerry lewis played there
4: Right, right. All the uh, comedians, a lot of the comedians played well, there. They all
6: played there. Were, when it was the Vienna Room, they, they they played there a couple of times, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin.
4: Hey, Tom, Henry Barber's father was in the nightclub business. He had the show bar, and uh, he played a lot of big stars. Don uh, Rickles was one was, of them. Tony Field, Don I remember when I was a kid. A Imagine that. So we come where? from a background of nightclubs. <laughs> where, was,
2: where was where was the show bar? Where was that?
6: Thirty-six Huntington Ave. The ad oh. used to be thirty-six laps a minute at thirty-six Huntington Ave. Wow. Circle seven, eight,
4: nine hundred. Oh. Wow. got to stop there, and everybody.
6: Tony to right, Fields. She used to call me Junior. That's right, Fields. She used to call me Junior. <laughs>
4: right.
6: That's funny. Yeah, uh, Phyllis, not Phyllis Diller, who's the one that just died in New York? She worked oh, well, there. Joe so, Rivers. Joe yes, Rivers. Joe Rivers. She put it in the book that she worked there.
2: Wow. wow. Is, um, so, was it primarily a comedy club?
6: No, it was a novelty act. We had a comedian, oh, okay. and then yeah. you had a dog act, a trio. Well, you know, they had like an hour and a half show.
0: They have to have wow. seven
6: acts,
0: Take wow, yeah. wow,
2: well, you know you guys I mean you know people don't understand that people think of Boston as it is today. It was nothing like it, it wasn't even safe to come downtown, and yet you know you guys pulled off these great clubs and kept the city going with some entertainment
5: well
4: that's it, so uh. Go ahead, Rudy. No, I was just trying to say that, uh, yeah, today I don't know what the hell's happening in Boston. I've been away for a while, but uh, everything was, uh, everything well, most was, of- all the, well, the people were all happy when we were running the clubs. And we'd never had uh, much serious trouble with a lot of crime that was going on out there. Everybody behaved in the clubs.
6: Yeah, you yeah. guys kept it in order.
2: Did you find the same thing, Henry?
6: Yeah, we didn't have much problems. And uh, the, the thing is, uh, the reason the cities are dropping dead right now, because it costs you $40 to park. Yeah, it's crazy. $35, yeah. minimum $20 if you're there for 15 minutes. That's crazy. So, you know, the, 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 it's outpriced itself.
0: Yeah. yeah.
6: And the business, exactly. a lot of places, there's no places to show... To, to, uh, to introduce an act. Where do you? Right. No, nothing like the Sugar Shack. Nothing ever again. There will never ever.
4: Even the Club. He, he had a lot of big stars there. Uh, he had Kenny Rogers. Uh, Aaron he had, Smith uh was a house band. And uh, what uh, about Jay uh, Leno
6: used to work for me at Pooh's Pop.
4: And the and the boss there. What's his name?
6: Oh, yeah, he played a concert downstairs. You're talking about uh, the kids from New Jersey. Bruce
4: Springfield.
0: Bruce, Bruce Springfield. Springfield. He worked
6: Yeah, he did
4: a he concert. Had a lot of big stars there, too, Tom, at the Camo Club.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. The
4: Brothers. Yep. Kenny Rogers. The they all
6: worked there.
4: Wow. wow. You, was
2: that where Lucifer's was?
4: Yeah. That's it. That's Lucifer. it, Lucifer's.
3: Lucifer's. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> Great. Great stuff. Hey Bo, what do you think of all of this?
7: Man, it's fantastic, man. It's like a, yeah. a, another world, man. You know what I mean? Right. I'm just these stories love, are incredible. Can yeah. you
2: mention any of the uh, clubs that you played
5: with Bo? Uh
7: yeah. Uh, Lone Star in New York. Um, you know, uh No, did, did Bo's uh,
1: music?
2: Did Bo's music advance through the years? What did he? Did he, he continue to rely on the old hits or what? No, he
7: no, he was just too creative for that. I mean, he was an incredible songwriter and and very creative. Who's I mean, that? He, he could Bo he Bo was just, oh,
1: yeah.
7: Just would make a song right on the spot, and you know he had that uh, that ability. Very very creative. It was
6: like BB. They made the guitar talk.
7: Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> yeah. did. <laughs>
6: that's awesome. Yeah, that's
4: true.
0: Uh, it's true.
2: Um, Norman, you still yeah. with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, you got anything you want to add to this?
5: No, it was just strange. Uh, Shady Grady, um, I used to date Shady Grady's sister in law back when <laughs> I was living in Atlanta. And it was just oh, amazing. He yeah, came out. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But yeah, I used to go out with his uh, sister. <laughs>
2: Interesting. Wow. It's a small world, isn't it?
5: Small yes, it world. Is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's wow. great.
2: So Rudy, do you want to uh cover anything else or you uh you want to wrap it up?
4: I want to say thanks to Henry, my partner, for coming on and uh yeah, good cool. luck to everybody and let's hope something comes out of this. Let's get the Summer Old
0: Jam Festival, amen.
4: Well, uh, R- Rudy, I'm just going to tell you.
2: Every week, the switchboard, the um, the studio here, it lights up with where Brandon. are you oh, located? We're in we're in Boston. I'm right here oh, in Southie. You're
6: right here. Where?
2: Yeah, right. I live <laughs> right at the end uh, of East Broadway. I'm looking at Castle Island as I talk to you.
6: Oh, you're in South Boston. Yep, looking
2: right at Castle Island. I'm right on the water.
6: Well, South Boston's become pricey.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Metro
6: Boston, the Globe
2: called the number one street in Metro Boston. And uh, it was uh, East Broadway, South Boston. Number two was Marlboro Street. Really? Wow. Yep. Yep. That's where we've come along here. But it's, uh, Rudy, this is the buzz is happening. I'm looking at one, two, I'm looking at six, seven lights here.
0: Right. Here we go. Seven
2: (laughs) callers today. And we thank you, people, so much for coming and. You know, Norman, oh, right uh, right. the great stories about the fact that Rudy opened up that club to the young people.
6: Yeah. Yes, sir. So yeah. Your first act was Wilson Pickett, wasn't it, Rudy?
4: Oh, the Wayne, Wayne Cochran. Right.
6: Oh, okay. Wayne wow. Cochran.
4: And
2: by the way, Wayne has promised to come in next week and talk to us.
1: Gee, how oh, old is great.
2: he? Oh, he's got to be in his 70s. He's uh, he's a oh, preacher he's down in, uh He's a preacher in Florida.
1: <laughs> in, <What>? Atlanta, <laughs> in Atlanta.
4: In Atlanta.
6: <laughs> Oh, in
4: Atlanta,
0: okay. Every pimp is a preacher. Every pimp is a preacher. Yeah, he
6: used to publish a little uh, daily newspaper or something. Yeah, he's a
4: preacher now, Henry. He's got his own church. (laughs) Can
6: you imagine this?
4: Wow. Wow. Henry, (laughs) Henry,
2: when the pimps call in, we had one show where a couple of the pimps called in, and all of the pimps are now preachers.
0: Johnny Jr. is going to call in next week. I talked to him during the week. Johnny Jr., one of the pimps in the sugar he's going to call in again next week.
1: Well, hey, and, um,
0: Henry,
4: Henry remembers Big Daddy. You remember Big Daddy the pimp? Yeah, is he living? His no, son just in called apartment. in before we got you on the phone. His son hey, big called
2: Big son is Norman. Wow. Oh,
5: Norman, yeah, he's Norman.
2: Norman he's talk
1: about called
5: yeah, my dad uh, passed away two years ago, and uh, he's in Who? now. Who died? And, um, pardon me? Who did you say passed away? Uh, my father, Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy. I'm Norman Jr., Big Daddy's son. Oh, I see. Yeah, and he passed away uh, two years ago.
6: He always wore nice suits.
5: Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's
6: right.
5: He was always a great dresser. He was always
6: dressed to the nines.
2: Yes. Uh, every, it seemed like everybody did when you went to the shack.
1: Yeah.
6: And he was still wearing a hat, Rudy, back then.
1: <laughs> yeah.
6: All right, friends. Uh, what time
4: is it, Ch- uh, Tommy boy? Yeah, we've Tom been put in a good hour. we got
2: almost an hour today. And I just want to yeah. uh, wrap it up by saying, Rudy, you had the pimps turn to preachers. You had... Wayne Cochran's now a preacher. Al Green became a preacher. Uh, I don't know how many other guys um, became preachers, but I told him that the Sugar Shack should be should have been called the Sugar Shack Seminary. Yeah, because the pink and purple. Everybody found God. <laughs> you guys are awesome,
6: man. This was a great show this week. Yeah,
2: I'll thank, we'll thank you so much, Henry.
6: Thank you, Norman. Okay,
4: you're, you're thank welcome. you, guys. Well, I'll and sign Bo. off,
6: you guys. Thank you very much.
4: Hey, Bo, right. okay. Thank much. Care, Henry, thanks for coming on. Okay,
2: all right. Yeah, all right. yeah Henry. Bye-bye. Bye. And, Bo, would you keep us up to date from time to time on the uh, the happenings? He's all on. right, that's the show. Maybe it's great.
0: Looks like it's just me and you, Tom. So let's take a talk. Yeah, oh, I'm everybody. am
4: everybody... on, Stu.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There
4: Hey, Rudy, right, what a so great
1: we show. Yeah, everything worked out
4: later. perfect. We got we got the yep. parliament on, We got Mr. Vara's.
1: Yeah, hey, uh,
4: Now next week we got to get the preacher, the one and only Wayne Cochran. Cochran. <laughs> I yeah, love it. Baby. I love it.
0: We got a cool show here. We really got a cool show. Let's keep it moving, buddy. I love you guys. God bless. See you next week.
2: Thank you, Bo- thank you, Billy. It was Billy a great Moore. show, Rudy.
4: Rudy, the
0: Thanks everybody.
1: Center,
4: okay, take care, uh, Tom, and uh, we'll we'll keep working and keep punching, and we're gonna create your famous hey, words. We are, we are, are Iván, 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 Guido, right. Matías.
2: We're gonna we're gonna play our boys from Argentina one more time. I, I, hey, right, we go. are Iván,
0: Iván Guido, Matías of Guillotano from Argentina.
2: Adios. Thanks so much everybody Adios. for calling in. Yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Okay, gotcha.
8: Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Many times that we've loved and we've shared love and made love. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough, please. it's just not enough. Oh, babe, oh, my love ain't Can't get enough of your love, babe. Your love, babe. Girl, I don't know, I don't know why. Can't get enough of your love, babe. Some things I can't get used to, no matter how I try. It's like the more you give, the more I won't. And maybe that's no lie. Oh no, man, tell me. What can I say? What am I gonna do? How should I feel when everything is you? What kind of love is this? Me. Is it in your kiss or just because you're sweet, girl? All I know is every time you're here, I feel a change, something new. I bring your name, but what you got to do is darling, I can't get enough for your love, baby. Girl, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Your love, baby, oh no babe. Girl, if I could only make you see and make you understand, girl, your love for me is all I need, and more than I can stand. Oh well baby, how can I explain all the things I feel you've given me so much. So unreal still, I keep loving you more and more each time. Girl, what am I gonna do? Cause blow my mind. I get the same old feeling every time you're here. I feel a change. Something moves, I scream your name. That's what you got to do with the darling eyes. Can't get enough of your love, baby. Baby, it didn't take all of my life to find you. But you can believe it's going to take the rest of my life to keep you.
2: everybody. It was a great show. All right. See you later. Oh boy. Tell me your dad's not having fun. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. he to it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah it is great boy he your dad's he's the king of the king of the radio right now <laughs> he's having a great time
1: <laughs> fantastic
2: this is just amazing it's becoming a real radio show yeah. i mean you, you you your dad gets to hang out with his buddies every every thursday Yeah, exactly. And it's getting bigger. There were 7 calls today.
3: Yeah. Nice.
2: Nice. Uh you you're getting great at this. Um Yeah, it was a great show. I mean, this is, I don't know, I'm speechless. After last night and today, it's really overwhelming. It's uh, it's going to really, what what can you say? Wow. Boy, Henry's kind of a stiff, isn't he? He's a stiff. He's just a stiff. He sounds like a rich guy. (laughs)